Get ready for biblical preaching and teaching. I am Pastor Adam Bigelow. Isn't it time to get unstuck? This is the Reaching Forward Podcast. Guys, too. Praise God. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Ready to receive something from His Word tonight. Amen. Good to see Paul John. We got two preachers' name. Paul, John. Not just Paul, but John, too. Got two. Then you can be John the Baptist, John the Apostle. But anyway, praise the Lord. It's good to be here. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your giving. I want to uh, begin reading in Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. And I want to begin reading in verse 31. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justified. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay. <laughs> he said, nay. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. We're not defeated. Come on. We're not downcast. We're more than conquerors yes. through him that loved us. Amen. For I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I just want to read one more portion of scripture. Bear with me. It's still early. Amen. Amen. I got two minutes and 20, 30 seconds going for me, so let's keep it going. <laughs> so first John, first John chapter two, verse one and two. First John is in the back toward Revelation. My little children, these things write unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Yes. And he is the perpetuation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Pastor, would you please stand and pray, sir? Lord, we're thankful tonight for each one gathered here. We're yes, thankful thank you, for Jesus. our speaker, Reverend Love. God, most of all, we're thankful for the Spirit of God, which by the love of God is represented here by the Holy Ghost. Yes. Lord, we ask that by the Spirit of God, you would speak Hallelujah. to our hearts. And Lord, I pray that you would open our minds, incline yes, our ears you, towards Jesus. 
Not only the, the, the word of God, but the truth and the power and the blessing Hallelujah. and the great opportunities that we have Hallelujah. to take these promises to our hearts. And God, we ask that each one here would get a real blessing that they can take home, not just for tonight, but God, that it would be something that would be etched in our hearts for the rest of our life. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. My text is Romans 8, 31. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against Amen. us? I want to preach on a message title, God's got your back. Amen. Amen. God's got your back. God's got Amen. you. He's our great defender. How many believe that tonight? Amen. God's got your back. Yes. You heard the phrase, I got you, or I got your back. I got your back. It means that that person is there to help you out. To support you, to encourage you. That means that person, he will watch out and take care of the things you're likely to miss. They are a second set of eyes and they are for you. You can rely on this person. He will not let you down. Amen. Isn't that our God tonight? Amen. Our text says, what then? What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? We have God as our protection. Amen. He's our provider. Amen. He's yes. fighting for us. Yes. The battle belongs to the Lord. Yes. Amen. Yes. Psalm 91, verse 2 and 7. It says, I will say of the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God. In him will I trust. And then verse 7. A thousand, a thousand shall fall at thy side. And ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. Because God got your back. God is our shield. He will protect us. He will help us. Amen. When we feel like we can't go on. He will lift us up. Amen. David said to Goliath. In 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 47, he said, All this assembly should know that the Lord, saving not with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord. Amen. And he will give you into our hands. Our God will not let us down. Amen. We don't have to be afraid. Amen. Because the Bible says in Isaiah 41, verse 10, it says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Oh, hallelujah. Be not dismayed. Don't be baffled. Don't be confused. Amen. Don't be perplexed about anything. Don't be downcast. Why? He said, for I am thy God, and I will strengthen thee. Oh, thank Amen. God tonight. Thank God we can be strengthened. We don't have to be weak. We don't have to be defeated. Amen. Amen. We don't have to be in distress because our God's going to help us. He's got our back tonight. You know, even we find, you know, note the words he said, I want to bring special attention. For I am with thee. We are never alone. We are never alone. You say, you don't understand, I'm lonely at times. I'm just me by myself. You're never 
alone. Amen. You're never alone. Amen. That's time my mom used to talk to me and I, I would say, Mom, I'm going in the strength of the Lord. Amen. I'm going in the strength of the Lord. Isn't God good tonight? Yes, you know, yeah. even the Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 1, Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, it tells us, Behold, a virgin shall be with child. And shall bring forth a son. You think we just use this verse on Christmas, but we use it all year long. Amen. As much as God wants to use it, amen. amen. Shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Not that one, but Emmanuel. Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Amen. God means God is surrounding us. That's what it means. With us, he surrounded us. He's all around us. Isn't that something? You know what I'm saying? I can feel him in my hands. I can feel him in my feet. I can feel him in the street. He, God is all around us. And whether you feel him or not, whether you feel the presence of Almighty God, let me tell you, he's surrounding your life. He wants to help you and strengthen you. He doesn't want to do you any harm. He wants to save you. He wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. God is good tonight. God is for us. It doesn't matter he's for us in the good times. And the, bad the bad times, I got that down there too. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly times, Come on. inflation, <laughs> depression, Come on. economic stagnation. Come on. God is on our side. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Who can be against us? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. God's love. Let's look at God's love is for us. Yes. God's love. God's love is for us. It's an everlasting love. Amen. Romans chapter 5 verse 8. But God commendous love toward us and that while we were yet sinners we were alienated from God we were doing those things wrong we were away from God sinning doing bad stuff amen not everybody thank God everybody doesn't do the bad stuff amen I tell young people don't don't go out and drink because it's not good I'm talking about you can drink water okay so but don't go out and drink beer don't go out and drink alcohol well, I want to try it out. You don't need to try it out. You don't need to try it. You're not missing anything. You're not missing. I want to do some drugs. I want to get a little marijuana. I'm going to get a little heroin going. You're not missing out. I've never done heroin. I've never done cocaine. I've done some other stuff. Amen. <laughs> I remember one time I was getting ready. My cousin was trying to pressure me. My, well, he was married to my cousin. And uh, he wanted to pressure me to take this cocaine. And I was about 18 years of age. And my other cousin, my other cousin, he was married to his sister. He walked out. And he saw that. He said, he looked at me and said, don't you ever. Come on. He said, don't you ever do this stuff. You know what? I was a sinner. I never did it. He put the fear of God in my heart. I never tried some other stuff. But I didn't try cocaine. I didn't try heroin. I was shooting up, amen, with needles. But it doesn't matter if you're shooting up with needles. God died for you. God loves you. If you're all whacked out in your mind, guess what? God loves you. He want to straighten out your thinking. How many believe that? Amen. amen. Today I was, I was out at... Um, I was out telling this one, I was at this place after I left Pastor's house and uh, this auto place. And then I just saw, I just saw, I was going back to my car and I saw this lady over there. And normally I don't just go across the way, but it seemed like it was just something propelling me, urging me to go that way. And so I just went over there and I believe it was God. And so I went over there to this lady and, and, and we're not here to be critical, don't understand it. Because I, I, I've done some stuff, all right? And I'm not here to, I'm not bragging about it. But, you know, she had her ACDC on and all the other garb and everything, you know. Man, she had some nice long hair, too, but whatever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she was all looking whatever, whacked out and, and just looking a little lonely. And I just went over and said, hey, ma'am, I just want to invite you to church. You know, because 
I want to treat everybody with respect. And I want to let them know that God loves you. Yeah, amen. Yeah. And basically, that's what I was going to let her know. Said, and she said, well, I won't be able to come tonight because I'm working. I said, well, I want to let you know Jesus loves you. But I didn't leave her there. Mm. I told her my testimony. Mm. I told her, and as I began to tell her, it seemed like she almost wanted to cry. She was holding it back. I was just being assured real quick, and I just shared briefly. I said, when I was in Germany, I was lost and going crazy in my mind. And I couldn't even sleep. I didn't give all the details of it. But I said, you know, I had these sleeping pills. And the devil was trying to tell me, just take the sleeping pills. It's not going to get better. Mm. Your life is not going to get better. And she's looking at me. She's looking. I mean, she's not taking away. And I said, but one night, Mm. one night I went outside. I went outside and I looked up to the sky. Just like I said, just like I'm talking to you, ma'am. I looked up. I said, God, if you're out there, if you're real, I need you right now in my Amen. life. Amen. And I said, you know what? 1987, he came into my life. He changed me. And she just accepted the testimony. See, I was planting a seed to let her know God's got you. God is for you. Amen. Mm-hmm. God loves you. Amen. For the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him yes. should not perish but have everlasting life. Uh-huh. So what I'm saying, God's got your back. He's got the students back because guess what? Jesus was beaten in the back. Amen. He was beaten for us. He was bruised. Amen. He was whipped. Amen. He was spit upon and slapped. A crown of thorns was placed upon his head. And guess what? He didn't come down off of that cross. He stayed on that cross and he said, Father, forgive give them for they know not what they do. I'm glad tonight that Jesus loves everyone. It doesn't matter what your social status may be. Amen. Amen. Because all things are possible with God. Romans 8 verse 32. As we move on, Romans 8 verse 32. God's love is for us. The Bible says he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also Freely give us all things. Not some things, but all things. Because all things are possible with God. Amen. All you got to do is have faith. Just believe that Jesus said, if thou canst believe, all things are possible. How many believe him tonight? If you believe, you can be saved tonight. All you got to do is say, Lord, I'm a sinner. Forgive me for my sins. Come into my life. Cleanse me, Lord. Create in me a clean heart. Renew the right spirit to me. He'll give you a clean slate because forgiveness is for us tonight. How many believe that? Forgiveness is for us tonight. Forgiveness is for us tonight. My little children, this is what Paul said. And one thing about our God, he doesn't beat you down. He doesn't beat you down for every little mistake you make. Now, God's going to correct us, but God's not just going to beat you down. God's going to try to help you out. Amen. Amen. God's not going to make God's not going to make subtle hits. Like you need to do this. You don't make subtle hits. God, no, God just come out playing and just tell you what you need to do. Yes. Amen. But God is not a, one of those people that you know they try to say things to try to maybe they'll catch the hit. They need to do this. No, no, no. God doesn't work that way. Come on. And we shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't be that way. None of us should be that way. Because see, God loves all of you. It doesn't matter how you look. doesn't matter how you dress. Mm. Now, let me tell you something. He's going to change you. Mm. Can I get a witness? Amen. Amen. He's going to change you. Yes. Yes. He took me out the fishnet shirt. 
Hello. He took me out to fish in a shirt before I got saved. He took me out some other stuff too. I won't tell you everything, but I'll leave that for now. It may hurt some of your feelings, but anyway, because you may be doing the same thing. Uh, go ahead. Come on. But listen to this. God wants to help us. If you mess up, just fess up. Amen? If you mess up, just fess up. Not to preach it, but to God. Amen. Coming down and get down on your knees at the altar. Don't yes. stand, you see? Don't stand, you see? Now, I'm not trying to put them on the spot. I'm not trying to put them on the spot, but Alex, Marlena, I mean, they, they say they're Christian, but I see them, they come down. They were doing the last time. They come down, others do too, but I like to see that. Amen. Yes. Not that it, it makes me something, but we do it as unto God. Yes. We do it as unto God. It's not, a, it's not a show. You read the Bible, the altar was a place of sacrifice. Yes. At the bring and the sacrifice God is looking for is you. Mm. He's looking for you to get out your seat. Mm. Say, well, preach, I can't kneel down, I can't get on my prayer bones. They're aching. <laughs> Arthur, Arthur showed up. Well, tell Arthur to leave you alone, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but if you can't, if you can't kneel, you can stand. Yes. Stand up. Yes. Mary Simpson, she was standing in the face zone, 76 years of age. She couldn't, she couldn't get down on her knees. It would have been hard for her. But she was standing. She had prayed for salvation. She was born a Catholic, born in a Catholic background. But she said, God, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. And she began to say, God, I will receive the Holy Ghost. I will receive the Holy Ghost. Jesus baptized this 76-year-old lady with the Holy Ghost because she came out of her seat. She came down to the face of God had her back. God is on her side. She had been forgiven. Now God was ready to fill her. That's how you get the Holy Ghost when you know you've been forgiven. When you know your life been changed. When you know Jesus has come in and washed all of your sins away. Then you can say, Lord, fill me with the Holy Ghost. I want the Holy Ghost. I will receive the Holy Ghost because that's what we need. We need the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. You see, God, he cleared up the mess. Amen. He cleaned up the mess. Amen. So he can fill us with his power. Amen. And that's what he want to do tonight. He want to forgive us. I'm going to go back to that real quick. Yeah, my little children. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I got a little time. Oh, no, I don't. I don't got too much time. I got to get ready to go. Go ahead. Oh, jeez, I got to get bit. But let me just read this real quick. I just say, Lord, help me to finish by that time. But I'm like, whoa, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Now I'm all mixed up. Now what, what in the world is this? It went to, oh, no, I was reading it wrong. That was crazy. But anyway, I'm like, man, I thought I saw something up, but then I look back. I said, okay, I got about six minutes. Crazy. Man, something. I don't know what got in that phone. What you do that phone? Arthur came by. Arthur. Anyway, let's go. But first John chapter two, verse one and two. John said, My little children, these things write unto you that ye sin not. He said, I'm not giving you a license to sin. He's not giving us a license to do what's wrong. He's not giving us a license to be wishy-washy. You know, in and out, up and down. I was, you know, this happened, this happened to Christians. I mean, if, if you're not kept, we can happen to preachers too. I was driving along, you know, I've been preaching revival in St. Louis. And I was, you know, going through some stuff in my mind and thinking about, should I do this, should I not do this, and everything, you know, trying to make up my mind, what am I going to do? And as I'm driving along, I'm driving along, right, and I see this, this uh, laundromat, and the title of the, wa- the laundromat, that's I'm praying, right, I said, wishy-washy. I said, oh, God. I said, I said, Lord, I said, Lord, help me. 
Help me, Jesus. I don't want to be wishy-washy. Yeah, I don't want to be indecisive. Don't know what I want to do, God. Let me just make up my mind. Can I get a witness? Don't be wishy-washy. Don't be saying, oh, God, should I go to church or should I stay home? Get yourself up and come to church. Don't yeah. worry about it. Amen. God will take care of you. God will help you. How many believe that it's good to be in the house of the Lord? David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. God's got your back. Forgiveness of sin. He said, if any man sin, we have an advocate. We have a lawyer, a great defender with the Father. Jesus Christ, the righteous. Jesus got you tonight. He's got you tonight. He, he was made an atoning sacrifice for all of us. And not just for us, but for the sins of the whole world. Amen. Amen. God can clean us up tonight. God can set us free. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, it says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to do what? Forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all, listen, all, not some, all unrighteousness, oh hallelujah, all wishy-washiness, amen, all sorrow, all doubt, anything, God's able to wash us clean. We make things right. Who can be against us? Who should lay anything? To the charge of God's elect. It is God that justifies. God was the one that cleared our record. God is the one that gave us a new, a new start, a fresh start, a clean slate. So who is man to condemn us? You remember when they tried to, con- uh, they brought this woman. How many remember the count? They brought this woman uh, that had been caught in the act of adultery. And they said, oh, Lord, what well, the law says she should be stoned. What do you say? Jesus, you know what he did? He ignored those clowns. He just went down, stooped down in the ground. You bunch of clowns. You bunch of hip- hypocrites. Hello? Pharisees. You're not fair and you can't see. You bunch of Sadducees. You know why they were called Sadducees, right? Because they were Sadducees. Amen. Scribes. and it, Jesus was, he was rough on them. Woe to you lawyers. But anyway, it was all said and done. He said, okay, you without sin, cast the first stone. Mm. They dropped the stone mm. from the greatest to the least. And Jesus and the woman was left, left alone. He said, where are thine accusers? Say, I have none. I have none. Neither do I. Mm. What did he tell her? Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Mm. Stop it. Mm. That's what he said. Stop it. Amen. Amen. Like my son. I was, he was in the bed with me and my wife. And uh, he was about two or three years old, and I, I reached over to kiss her. He said, stop it. I said, you get out of here, because you're not, <laughs> get out of this bed. Stop. <laughs> but lastly, lastly, as we bring this to a close, so God's got your back. God's got our back. He's praying for us. Mm. Jesus is praying for us. In Hebrews 7, verse 25, whoever's praying, sister, you can make your way up. Mm. Wherefore, he's able also to save them to the othermost. That coming to God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Jesus, our great defender, he's praying for us. All of us. He ever liveth. That's his ministry now. That's his ministry. It's to intercede for us. And he sent the Holy Ghost to even do the same thing. The Holy Ghost, he's for us. He intercedes for us because we don't know what we ought to pray for. But he makes intercession for us and through us with unutterable gushings. Mm. 
Holy Ghost is for us. Jesus is for us. The Father is for us. How can we be defeated? How can we lose? God can help us. And if God be for us, who can be against us? Not even Satan himself. You remember when Jesus was getting ready to die? And, you know, Peter was always the boaster, doing the bragging. I never deny you. I'll die with you, Lord. I'll die with you. Well, at least he had boldness of to say it. But he was wishy-washy too. But on the day of Pentecost, he wasn't. Amen. But let me share some words with you. Because even when you read that setting, there's been some strife even among them about who's going to be the greatest. And Jesus said in Luke 22, verse 31 and 32, Jesus said this. He said, Simon, Simon. He said it twice. When Jesus calls your name twice, that means you need to listen up. Listen up. Behold, Satan had desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. One writer put it this way. It was as if Satan himself went to God. Say, God, just let me have him. Just let me have him. Just like you went to Job or went to God about Job. Say, just let me have him. I guarantee he'll curse you. And when the God said, let me have Peter. For whatever reason, Jesus told Peter, he said, but I prayed for you. I got your back. I'm praying for you, Peter, that when you are converted, strengthen thy brethren. You know, tonight, God's got our back. And God wants to strengthen us so we can strengthen others. Amen. This is what the Bible says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. That means gentleness and humility. Don't talk about them and dog them out, but help them out. Considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. See, when God strengthened us tonight, and give us the strength we need because he truly have our back. I'm in need tonight. He's got you. He wants you to help somebody else. He wants you to lift somebody else. But first tonight, let Jesus lift you tonight. As you bow your heads and close your eyes and reverence to God, say, Pastor, come tonight. God bless you, sir. If you've ever gone to Walmart, they have a door that slides open. So, preacher, how do I get that door open? Well, do you throw rocks at it from your car? Do you yell at it? No, you've got to walk right up to it. And right before you hit those doors, they just open up. Because they sense you that you're there. The Bible says that we come boldly unto the throne of grace. If you need grace and nothing's happening, nothing's happening, nothing's happening, just take that step. And right before it seems like it's going to get crazy and things are going to fall apart, the doors just open, we get strong, the things resolve, God makes a way. Brethren, let's take a step. Let's find a place to pray. These altars are open. I said, 
If you want to just come and stand near the altar and say, I'm going to come. I need something for God to do something in my life, in my situation. It seems so impossible. But you know what? Those doors at Walmart are closed until you get open. God, the same way, just come in faith and say, God, I don't know how this is going to work, but I know you, and you can do anything. And God, I'm coming, and the world's going to see me coming, and I'm even understanding that I don't know how you're going to do it, but I'm just going to believe, God. I'm going to I'm going to touch you by faith tonight, and I'm going to give this situation into your hands, because like the preacher preached, God, you've got my back, but you know, God's got your top. God's got underneath you. God's got all around you. You're surrounded by the angel of angel of God, the Holy Spirit. We'll give you grace and give you protection. He's your son and he's the shield. He'll give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly before him. No good thing. Whatever good thing you need, God's got it for you. God's got your back. God's got the answer to your prayers. Father, I pray that you would answer simple prayers, that you dispense with miracles, with a simple prayer of faith. God, I'm thankful for freedom. And God, I pray that your voice would speak to hearts by name. Lord, by that wonderful name of Jesus. The name that is above every name. That wonderful name of Jesus that is far above all principality and power. Far above every name that is given. A name that is far above every name that's under heaven. That name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The freedom of Jesus. The forgiveness through Jesus. God, by your stripes you are healed. And God, your name is made unto us righteousness, wisdom, sanctification. God, your name is made unto us freedom. God, your name is made unto us a clean slave. Oh, Jesus, have your way, God. Jesus, Jesus, you can't have these people. They belong to you, God. You bought them and you paid for them. And God, you will take care of them. God, you will walk before them. You'll walk with them and you'll surround them with all of your glory. Jesus, we give you glory. Jesus, Jesus. 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 Jesus, we praise you, Jesus. Jesus, in the street. 
Lord, and we call, God, in our hearts and our minds. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Lord. Every second, every moment, God. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus.